there was even talk like I feel like a decade ago or so I feel like I read in um like Smithsonian or something that King Minos's ruins were found like what? the actual king that was, it was a real king and that it actually had a large labyrinth underneath it they're like we think this might be King Minos and King Minos or the person he was based on this was his place and like underneath there's this big labyrinth so whoever like told the story over time and then eventually it got written down may have seen a castle like this and no may have seen way. a labyrinth underneath it not a minotaur obviously because like hello we didn't have like fucking embryo crossbreeding <laughs> not yet because i promise you a lady can fuck a bull i don't know if you know this intellectuals but a lady can fuck a bull a bull can and fuck not. a lady and it will not a, a minotaur make <laughs> yeah that's right that's right yeah no it's just a felony <laughs> that's all you're gonna get out of that <laughs> 12 years in the can yeah Ugh. say that shit woof wait what <laughs> cheers hello everyone i'm caitlin here with my coco kendall hey girl hi honey um, by our powers combined, we are amateur intellectuals, um, a podcast where we drink, we laugh a lot, we learn a little bit about things that are seemingly intellectual. So we're trying. Uh, come try with us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're just gonna do it. Let's get into the question. I'm ready. I am ready. I am excited. I finished my notes this morning. I am very excited. Okay, Kendall. Yes. We are going to play a little game. Ooh. It's called, I don't know if you've heard of it, Fuck, Mary Kill. <laughs> I play this game every day. I play this every day of my life. Every three people I meet, I'm like, fuck, Mary Kill them. <laughs> bodies. Just bodies. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> If you don't know anybody, let me know, but I feel like you probably might. So here we go. Fuck, Mary kill. Zeus, mm. the ultimate daddy. Ultimate. Hercules. Oh. Beautiful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or Cupid. Okay. Controversy. Now, uh, Cupid's the god of, like, sex and love and stuff, too. So you know he knows what he's doing. Right. See, I think that's a Mary. That's Mary. Ooh. Fuck Hercules, kill Zeus. Yeah. Like, and don't get me wrong. Like, if I could have Zeus, I would. But in this situation, he's gone. And then I'm going to set mm-hmm. up a good life with Cupid. Mm-hmm. Because it's not the size of the ship. It's the motion of the ocean. Did I fuck that up? <laughs> no, that was so perfect. I love it. I love it. And Hercules is just something to keep in mind. Memory bank. Yeah, he's your fuck boy. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's a good answer. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is fun. I love this. Okay, I would say, fuck Cupid, but oh. that's only if Cupid. But that's only if Cupid is a grown ass man and not the little baby with wings. That makes a big difference <laughs> to me. Well, I don't know which version is like historically. We talking about the Roman version or the Greek version? I want the man. I want the grown man with like full on wings and stuff. That's fine with me. I want like grown ass angel Gabriel coming I, down to have literally. sex with me. Mm-hmm. In the desert, <laughs> talking to Jacob. In the desert with a message. <laughs> <laughs> this comes from the Lord. <laughs> 
my god, that's so funny. So I, I'd say fuck Cupid, obviously, only if he's only grown. if he's a man. Otherwise, yeah, I forgot yeah I'm not. We're not. We're not getting with the babies here. No. We're not doing that. No, no. I no. wouldn't. Hey, I wouldn't hesitate marrying Cupid if it means like a marriage of happy, like I don't know, figure some stuff out. Yeah, platonic you know uh companions i can do that if it's baby but anyway otherwise i'd marry zeus even though i know he cheats all the time (laughs) i forgot he's still the he's still the boss and there's something to be said about like marrying the boss the boss i don't know i feel you but so you're gonna kill hercules yeah no it was not easy it was not easy Because I just think Hercules is not smart, and I I don't know how long I could be attracted could to that, that if, yeah. But not even like for a good old country fucking. Just for like a good old a good old country <laughs> rolling the hay. <laughs> right. Um, maybe. I mean, definitely more than Cupid if. Cupid, but like Cupid would know what he's doing. Yeah. I wonder. Like, does Hercules know what he's doing? Is he just really beautiful and he's like really shy and doesn't know what he's doing? Because then I'm like not interested. But some people like that. Like they like the you know virginity belt notch that they want to add to their belt. So like I don't judge. I don't know. Okay. I don't, yeah. So Hercules, for me, for me. <laughs> Hercules isn't even a whole god. He's like a demigod, which is like half god, half human. So I figure if you're that close to the top shelf of like, (laughs) you you know what I mean? Like the god, I feel like hold out for daddy. You know what I mean? Like instead of the son, because like daddy's got more of the resources. He cheats all the time. (laughs) Even though he cheats all the time. Like I'm just married to him. Like I'm just married to him legally binding 50% of the assets. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I like it. I might have screwed myself over there. Yeah. We're terrible people. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. On to the drink of the episode. Um, ambrosia. So a little bit of context. Ambrosia was uh, the food or the drink. They said different things of the Greek gods. So it's what they ate or drank. Um, it's usually associated with longevity and immortality, which could argue is the feeling you get when you drink alcohol, longevity and immortality. So True. I'm never going to die. <laughs> and then the next morning I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> We're going to die. <laughs> so perfect for us. Uh-huh. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, we're getting fancy with this recipe then. So it is, which which I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I have two, <laughs> nope, three of the things in my house at the moment. One ounce of cognac. Don't have that. One ounce calvados or apple brandy. Don't have that. A quarter ounce lemon juice. I do have that. You have that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm homeless and I have that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fresh lemon, summertime. A quarter ounce con- contro. Is that how you pronounce it? Cointro, contro. I fucked that up. I think you're both are right. <laughs> that's one of those words. That's one of those words I've seen a million times in yeah. recipes and things, but I've never heard it said out loud before. I think it's so con- contro. Contro, 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 control, control. Um. Don't have that anyway. Um, brute champagne chilled. I do have that. But it's chilled. <laughs> so I'm just drinking from the bottle. It's not even my, like, I mean, it's mine, but it was gifted to me. So oh, it's sitting in best. my fridge right now. 
And then ice cubes, which I also have. That's it. I have the champagne, I have the ice cubes, and I have the lemon juice. So I could have a very sad champagne (laughs) with this recipe. Anyway, to make it, um, add ice cubes in a mixer and pour cognac, calvados, or apple brandy, lemon juice, and contro. Cover and shake it. Open the cap. Strain in a serving glass, usually a flute, and then pour champagne until glass is filled. So it's just a fancy little drink. They're calling it ambrosia, like the drink of the gods. Drink of the fancy. gods. I like it. Yeah, I fucking like it. fancy here. Do you like cognac generally? I've had it twice, and both times I was sheets to the wind. So I don't remember. <laughs> so yes, I did. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think I remember it being sweet. Is it sweet? Okay. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> sounds like brandy or whiskey to me. I don't know. I think it's sweet whiskey. And mm. I don't like sweet things. Um, okay. But, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Get the yeah, job okay. done. Yeah. I bet it would be fine with champagne. I mean, when you put champagne in anything, yeah. I mean, you could make almost anything taste palatable. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I mean, screwdriver, mimosa. Mimosa. That, I'm sorry, a screwdriver is vodka. vodka. No, I was thinking actually, I was thinking this coming weekend about just making mimosas and not telling Greg about it because I have this, I've learned that if I just pour it, he'll drink it. <laughs> so <laughs> Does he not know? If I ask it? permission, well, if I just, if I say like, should we have mimosas this weekend? Like on Saturday, he'll be like, well, sure, we can. I don't know. But if I just pour it into a flute before he wakes up and I'm like here's your mimosa (laughs) today's today's bottomless mimosas I already opened it then he's like okay I guess I'm like ha (laughs) we're going to bed at two instant drinking buddy (laughs) okay so today we're talking about Greek mythology as I'm sure you genius intellectuals have gathered by now um I th- both by the name of the episode that has been published <laughs> and also what we have been hinting at this entire time. <laughs> um, I think it's important for people to just have a fundamental intro into Greek mythology because it plays such a prevalent role in how we think today, how we tell stories, and what we even name things around us. The names we give things like the planets and things that was Roman but based on Greek mythology. Anyway... To start, we should note that Greek myths were not originally written down at all. So unlike, say, the Christian Bible, uh, not naming names, but like the Christian Bible, (laughs) the earliest Greek myths were oral stories that were passed down through generations, beginning in the Bronze Age. Uh, 3300 BC is when the Bronze Age started. You know I had to start from the beginning of time. We always do this. I would be surprised if you were surprised. (laughs) Okay. So they just started by telling stories like the Greeks never wrote it down. They never needed to write it down because everybody knew these stories and everybody told their kids these stories. And then you'd hear it a hundred million times in your lifetime. And it was never anything that anybody felt needed to be written down. Um, And then over the, just like the telephone game in any kind of storytelling, which is what fascinates me so much about history is that, you know, these characters changed, they evolved, they got more detailed and they became kind of cool stories that we obviously really like as a Western culture, because we keep telling these stories. I mean, think about all the other ancient civilizations with their own deities and things like how many Americans can name all the Hindu gods? Like there's, Vishnu, what else? Like, give me another <laughs> what one. What else? Can't. Egyptian? 
Egyptian. Uh, that's a that's like the second best, probably popular. Because I can think of just. I mean, I say me like I'm all of society. <laughs> I can name a couple, but that was partly because my sister was obsessed with them when she was younger, and I was in really? the vicinity. So I don't know. Huh. She had like a little stamp collection of like. She's like, I'm gonna learn hieroglyphs. I'm like, good luck. Were <laughs> I don't think anyone has. Have they figured this out? Yeah, they did. I don't think she did, but I mean, I don't think she finished it, but um, <laughs> she started it for sure. They were just stamps. She was like 10. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. So around 700 before Christ came down and had his business, um, a poet named Hesiod wrote some origin stories down of Greek mythology. So this is like, I think the first time that we have like a written record of what the hell these stories were. Um, and as I say before that, it was just rare that anybody would write it down. Why would we write it down? We not, And not everybody even wrote. So, like, why would we bother writing it down? Who for who? Like, I'm just going to tell it to you. Like, why would I write it down? Right. So, um, for example, when Homer wrote the Iliad and the yeah. Odyssey, yeah. he mentions many of these mythological characters, but he never really goes into much depth about who they are or what they are about. Because, again, at the time that he wrote it, <laughs> everybody knew who that was like mm-hmm. it's like saying like and then like you know and then beyonce walked in it's like right. nobody needs to explain she's a very well-known singer <laughs> like da, da, da. you'd be like duh i'm alive i know right. i know that <laughs> <laughs> i have eyes and ears i know that's the perfect example i was trying to think of something and i was like al franken i was like no that wouldn't work al franken i know who Fr- al franken is of course i do <laughs> Um, yes. Beyonce or Al Franken? <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> One of those. Okay. So, um, okay, back to this guy Hesiod who wrote it down. So he writes that um, the start of the universe was nothing. It was, it was just called chaos with a capital C. Um, just like a void. So it's not unlike what we think about the pre-Big Bang theory. Just there was nothing. So from this chaos, this void of nothingness, comes a family. Uh, in that family um, is Gaia, which means Earth. Uh, it doesn't mean the planet Earth. It means the, the like entity, this character is Gaia. And that's how we come to name Earth Earth um, okay. because of this, this uh, mythology. Um, Uranus, uh, sometimes called Uranus, but I think it's pronounced Uranus. Um, which means sky or heaven, Pontos, which is sea, and Tartarus, which is the underworld. So there's these four OGs. Think of them like the founders of Hogwarts or something. Gaia is earth, Uranus is sky or heaven, Pontus is sea, and Tartarus is the underworld. Okay. So if you compare that to the Christian Bible, it would be like, God, the one man show starring God, only God and God. Like we don't have, (laughs) we don't have a multi-layered situation to explain like deities or entity. Like we're not polytheistic. We're monotheistic, which Uh, means one God. That's what Christian Christians think. But it's the three in one, which is where they get a little funky. I agree with you that they're not poly. The father, son, the Holy spirit. Right. But it is all one. I see your point. I never it's, understood that. I'm like, so is he like, is he it? Is he, is he part of it? Is he a separate God? Does he sit to the right hand? Does the Holy Spirit, is that just like a ghost that just sits to his other side? Is he in heaven or is he at earth? Yeah. Oh, well, no, it's in your heart, right? Doesn't that mean the Holy Spirit is in your heart or something? 
Depends on which denomination. Jesus died. He was like our mortal version. God's like the God version. And the Holy Spirit is like your faith or something. Yeah. Or in your heart. Yeah. It's been a lot of years, Kendall, since I've been to church. I don't (laughs) remember. So, like, (laughs) Baptists believe that the Holy Ghost is still in in heaven. And people of Pentecostal faiths believe... The ghost of who? The ghost of who? Jesus? It's, It's not a ghost. It's not like a... It's like a spirit. But they call it the Holy Ghost because they're fucking idiots. I didn't mean that. I <laughs> I adore Christians, and um, I don't. They just we need make to, fun of everyone. <laughs> they here. need. To, they just need to change the name. It's just confusing. It um, is confusing. I'm sorry, but it is confusing. We need to rebrand this so that the federal generations can understand. Can we just be on the same is. page? Right. Like can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but there's like a big divide. Yeah. People believe that he's he's, he's not operating on Earth. And then another large section of the faith believes that he does operate on earth and like contemporary modern day miracles can happen because the Holy Ghost as a spirit is is an operating God on the planet. So it's just about where his workspace is. Exactly. Where's the desk? Yeah. Does he work from home or does he work on site? Okay. Got it. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. We hope that you are laughing at our offensive, uh, shit okay moving on so okay Gaia she and her brother Uranus have some babies which no big deal it's not incest if you're the only ones apparently according to a lot of faiths oh okay like there's no one else around so yeah and also they're not human so who knows what does that even mean maybe they just had some sunsets together and now they have babies you never know right they just thought of it yeah, they just thought of it, like, and then there, poof, there they were. Mm. So these babies were called the Titans, okay? Okay. So think about it like, again, you've got Earth, Heaven, Sea, and Underworld. And then Heaven and Earth have a baby, have babies, multiple, and you get the Titans. There were 12 Titans, but you don't need to know all their names. There's too many names, and they're not that important, unless you're reading specific stories about them. Um, Gaia, their mother, apparently is over the whole kind of feeling like being married to Uranus is, like, shitty now. Because she convinces her kids to overthrow him, her, her children. Which also, like, good girl. Like, you're not going to do it. Have your babies do it. Like, I didn't do anything. I was just sitting over here in case it doesn't go well. You're going to hate your father. Yeah. 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 Uh, could you guys do me just, like, the teeniest little <laughs> I love you guys so much. Um, yeah. So, in fairness, he did lock up all his kids in the underworld, and they did not appreciate it. So, Gaia was kind of pushing on an open door. She's like, can you kind of, like, kill... <laughs> Your father. Your and they were like hell yeah I'm like we're in jail let us out and we will go like take care of it don't even worry about it so just just let's check in here on this family tree you've got the ogs as i say gaia and uranus they have 12 kids called the titans the titans overthrow their father and they pick one of the brothers of these titans to be the new ruler who is cronus sometimes called Kronos, but Kronos is like more legit Cronus is like, no, I couldn't possibly. Okay, I'll do it. (laughs) Happy to be your king. Sounds great. So now we're at the level of the Titans, the Titan rule in the family tree. 
And uh, uh, Cronus is living his best life, king of everything, love and life, having kids, whatever. Seven of his children are the Olympians, which we'll get to in a second, but that's like the Poseidon, the Zeus, the hair, you know, the people we know more. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, seven of his kids are some of the Olympians out of 12, but whatever. Anyway, one of his sons starts getting all emo and rebelling, as you do, and that is Zeus. Zeus is over it. He wants Cronus to go die in a fire. I hate you. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, so Zeus and Cronus have this long, drawn-out conflict and bring in all of their backup to fight each other. So on the one side, you've got the Titans. That's Cronus and all of his Titans' siblings. Then you've got Zeus and all of the Olympians, which are mostly his siblings, but also like his cousins. Cool. And they fight. They have this war. And this war takes 10 years. And it's a very cool word. And I I didn't write it in my notes, but it's like, Titanomachina or something is what it's called. Cool. Battle. This like Old Testament like battle. And most of the Titans obviously side with Cronus because hi brother like your kid's being a dick and like trying to overthrow all of us like we're on your side we will help you right and like you know Zeus is being a little asshole and like we're here to help support you so he needs to knock that shit off and we're help we're gonna help bring him down a couple of pegs it's fine so meanwhile Zeus's brothers and sisters are the Olympians as I say among with uh, along with some of his cousins remember the children of other titans are like whatever parents don't understand me they're awful let's get rid of all the titans and just take over for ourselves so eventually zeus succeeds he hurls all the titans down into this cavity below tartarus which is um the underworld so under the underworld is this hole he throws them all down there because you can't kill a titan you can't kill a god you can't kill a titan yeah so what are you gonna do with them well you have to imprison them forever yes so Back in ancient Greece, the underworld was believed to actually be on Earth. It was just deep, deep, deep down underground. So where you went when you died was just down underground, really deep. And so to be where the Titans are is like beyond the underworld, down even deeper into like the core of the Earth or something. Um, It wasn't like a different plane of existence like we tend to believe today like right. a lot of cultures believe today it's like this other world this other in the sky. existence right right or or down in hell but hell if hell was on earth i guess right so there's a movie that i can't remember i liked it but it was real cheesy and it had all the gods and they were like Ooh. super like gold do you remember that was liam neeson was liam neeson in it <laughs> that sounds right um was he like release the kraken <laughs> That sounds right. Or was yeah. that a different movie? It was like they showed the Titans in a cage. And mm. you do oh you would oh you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, I think you would like it. I, I liked it because it was just so like actiony and like CGI and stuff. But um they showed the gods, the Olympians going down as something happened and the Titans broke out. And so they went down mm-hmm. there and like like you said, the gods couldn't be killed, but when they were beaten in battle, they'd like vaporized. Yeah, and like um, go down to the underworld, and then they'd have to like work their way back up, fight back up. Right. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. I don't really. <laughs> but yeah, no death. Yeah, okay. Well, I've seen a couple movies like that. There's um, there's a few, and I really love them. I love all of them. Um, it could be um, 
the fuck is that movie called where it's like release the kraken Damn anyway it. whatever I, I can't remember anything but no i think i know the movie you're talking about and actually in the disney movie hercules they do the same thing it's a totally different story they're not historically accurate at all but one of the things that they do in this movie is they re- like it's not correct but hades releases the titans from tartarus like take like and so then they come out and they like wreak havoc or whatever and they're like big as mountains um, and shit Right? That's right. That's yeah. right. And like in in the Disney version, again, completely inaccurate. They're like huge, like to the point where like they're just destroying everything, and they're just these big bullies. And like the whole Olympians were like trying to just make everything fair and peaceful, and that's why they captured them and put them down. But honestly, that's not what it is. It was just more like we can do this better. We than want you. power. So like, fuck <laughs> right, you. yeah, right. Yeah, but I don't think Disney roll. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Disney tends to roll with those punches as well as yeah. they are historically accurate. Yeah. Um, but you know, whatever to each their own. So, okay. So now you've got. Let me see here. Um, after lots and lots of fighting, ten years of fighting, the Olympians win, and so the children. Like, or I guess the grandchild, the grandchildren of Gaia and Uranus, you know, the, the children of the Titans. Okay. Okay. So Cronus and uh, whoever the hell, I forget. Okay. This is how you get Zeus into his position of power and all the other gods and goddesses where they are. So this is the origin story. This is how they all got where they are. Um, so... You get lots of mentions of the gods, um, meaning the Olympians from here forward. If I ever say gods or goddesses, I mean the Olympians, meaning they live at Mount Olympus. They're the, the Aphrodite, the Zeus, the whatever. Yes. Okay. So you, you get a lot of mentions of them throughout stories and writers and poets elaborate on these stories and they always add characters and whatever. And these became very much like soap operas. Um, with gods and goddesses just stirring up shit for humans on earth, sometimes for no reason, sometimes because they were offended, whatever. But it was just this epic, like, fun soap opera that humans tend to gravitate to. They like these stories. Yeah. Um, But it was more than that. It was believed to be a religion. I mean, you went and you prayed so that, you know, Zeus wouldn't fuck your land. Or, you know, your horse. Or your person. Yeah. Yeah. People that you love, because so, <laughs> he did that a lot too. He did do that a lot in a lot of different weird ways. But listen, you're the god of whatever you can do yeah. whatever you want. So the also why maybe I'd marry Zeus. Ooh, <laughs> it's a little crazy sometimes. Just kidding. Just this kidding. is some weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, he's he's tried it all before. Anyway, so um. The gods looked like humans, but as as you do, as one does, <laughs> they can change into animals or any other thing whenever they want to. So they can just fuck with you as a person. Um, and so the the religious side of it was that you needed to keep praying to them, give them offerings, stay on their good side because they could just get bored at any minute and ruin your life or, or you. mad at you or yeah. whatever. I mean, it was just right. very fickle in that way. So we're going to blaze through this next part super quick um, because most are familiar with this already. And I don't want to spend the time on this part because, again, I think a lot of us already know it. I'm just going to kind of bop, 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 done. If you have any thoughts or anything, jump in because definitely interested. The 12 main Olympians. Zeus called Jupiter in Roman mythology because the Romans stole all the Greek mythology but changed all the names. 
So Zeus is Greek. Jupiter is Roman. Okay. Same guy. Yeah. Zeus is the king of the gods, but he also wears the hat as the god of the weather, law, and fate. So you would pray to Zeus if, like, you had a drought or, you know, you know there were thunderstorms and, like, you wanted those to stop, whatever, um, that kind of thing. Okay. Then you've got Hera, who is, the Roman name is Juno. Um, that's his wife, who is the goddess of marriage, which is so ironic because Zeus cheats on her all the fucking she, time. She has a failed she marriage. To, she has a failed marriage. She has to have the biggest imposter syndrome of anybody I've ever known because she is the goddess of something she cannot control in her own fucking day to day. Poor girl. Poor girl. Ugh. Anyway. Aphrodite, Venus, same same person, the goddess of beauty and love, Apollo. Apollo is the god of prophecy, music, poetry, and knowledge. He's also been, I think, called the sun god. I think. I think that's right. Oh, no. Helios is the sun god. Never mind. Apollo. Forget what I said. Prophecy, music, poetry, knowledge. Ares, god of war, also known as Mars. Artemis, also called Diana, goddess of hunting, animals, and weirdly, childbirth out of nowhere. <laughs> Maybe because it's as crazy and wild as hunting and animals is having a it's baby. So I don't know. weird. Yeah. Listen, I didn't assign them. I don't know. And, like, the other guy was, like, poetry and... Knowledge. No- okay, okay. And... Those, those tie together, I guess. Yeah. I think they're twins, too. <clears throat> Artemis and Apollo. But anyway. That sounds right. Athena, also known as Minerva in uh-huh. Roman mythology, is the goddess of wisdom and defense. So think about Minerva McGonagall in Harry Potter. Uh-huh. She named her after the goddess of wisdom and defense. Work. J.K. Rowling did. What, for, what? Who is she? Minerva? Uh, McGonagall, the teacher. Oh, oh, oh. Not Maggie Smith. Yeah, Maggie Smith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that I gave you shit to go on and you were like, oh, I got it. <laughs> Not by help of me. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, you've got Demeter, who is Ceres. She's the goddess of agriculture and grain. You've got Dionysus, also known as Bacchus, my favorite god that I'm so happy has his own spot at the table. The god of wine. <laughs> yeah. There was a liquor store called Bacchus. Cool. Where I lived one time, and I was like, listen, I Into see what you're it. doing. Yeah. Um, you've got Hephaestus, which is also called Vulcan. He's the god of fire, metalworking, and sculpture. Um I believe he actually creates Zeus's lightning bolts for him to, like, throw down. I don't know. I think so. And he's also the only legitimate child of Zeus and Hera. So they're only kid that isn't from an affair. (laughs) I did a, uh, you know, like, when you're, like, third grade and you have to do, like, a a project on one of them? He was my guy. Hephaestus was my guy. Mm. I like Hephaestus, and I think he gets really underrated, and he's supposed to be really ugly. Yeah, he's ugly, but a good guy. Melty face guy. And I think he even marries Aphrodite. Come on. I think. So it's like a cute little juxtaposition of like mm-hmm. ugly and beauty get together. Anyway. It's like whenever I marry Sean Mendez, I'm going to be Hephaestus. No, because then you have beauty <laughs> and wit. And yeah. that's a superpower and we'll have to take you down. I'm finna, yeah, I'm going to call Camilla. She's going to get get the fuck out of my way. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. 
By the way, is he still claiming that he's straight? Oh, yeah. He's, like, fucking married to that chick at this point. He's not. I mean, I, listen. Maybe he's bi. That's fine. But he's not straight. There is he's no way. He's not straight. And there's nothing wrong with it. No. Like, just be who you are. And, like, the I'm here for the femininity, girl. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Lean in. Like, Lean the fuck in. Yes, girl. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, talk like this with your hands, girl. Yes. Yeah. You're not. Mm-mm. I'm Me just you. telling you, like, I see it. You look good. Like, live it. Like, do. Do it. Do it. Me. Anyway. <laughs> Kendall, we're here. Listen, we will be on social media stalking right. you respectfully. We're going to tag you, girl. We're going to tag so you. Just try. Just try it on. <laughs> try it on with Kendall. He will show you. He will show you if it's, mm-hmm. if, you know, you want to keep it. Wanna, right. Want, you know. You're going to want to keep it, boo. Mm-hmm. You are going to want to keep it. Woof. Okay. <laughs> no return policy. <laughs> oh, my God. I love you so much. Okay. Uh, uh, next on the list, we did Hephaestus. So Hermes, which is also called Mercury, god of travel, hospitality, and trade. Also, Zeus's personal messenger. So he wears two hats. He's got a part-time job on top of being the god of all those things. And then you have Poseidon, who's Neptune, god of the sea, Obs. Um... Other notable mentions are Hades, also called Pluto, or James Woods, if you're talking about uh, the uh, Disney version. Because he is, like, basically the exact same person. They basically just drew his face and put his hair on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, here he is. Um, The god of the underworld is Hades, and also money, weirdly. Oh, see, they were on on that shit. They had that shit right. Yeah. I almost get a little bit of a vibe of, like, death and money, scary, silver coins, Judas. Uh I get a little bit of something. Something money is bad. Come on, Judas, tie in. Religious things. Fuck. Yeah. Listen. I occasionally listened in catechism. I don't know. Picked up a thing or two. (laughs) Um, So, though Hades is a big one, and you think he's one of the original Olympians, he's not. He is the baker's dozen, number 13. Um, He also didn't live on Mount Olympus like the rest of them. So he's not an Olympian because it comes from living on Mount Olympus. And you just told me at the beginning of the last episode that there was a Mount Zion where it was believed that God lived. Right. Right? Yeah. So there's something similar in storytelling there as well. That's so true. The gods lived on Mount Olympus. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then you've got Hestia, another notable mention, not an OG, but she's the goddess of home and family who cares. No offense, Hestia. <laughs> and Eros, Cupid, who's the god of sex. <clears throat> Some people say he's the god of love or whatever, but, but they lie. legitimately he's the god of sex because Aphrodite is the goddess of love. Oh, yeah. Can't be two. Right. He's, he's more physical, like, attraction and things. Okay. Ooh, I'm going to remember that. Yeah, and if he's the baby with wings again, that gets a little weird for me. Because it's the most adult thing I can think of. He can't be a god of anything more adult. <laughs> right. Only sex and you're, an, and you're a cherub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't like, I'd rather sense. have a baby be, like, the god of death or whatever before I would let him be the god of sex. But listen, <laughs> I didn't write it. Okay. So instead of talking about them more, because again, I think most people are familiar at least with the concepts of these guys, I'm going to talk a little bit more about just random lesser known things in Greek mythology that are hugely yeah. popular or present today. Cool. So we're going to talk a little bit about the first person, 
Prometheus. Yeah. Does that sound familiar at all? Yeah, because of the movie. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. It's a good movie. Also with Michael Fassbender, if we're throwing down. We should tally yeah. how many times I say Michael Fassbender <laughs> in this podcast, because... <laughs> I feel like we're we're definitely past the vertical tallies and into some some diags. You know what I mean? Between that and Sean Mendez, the two of us really need to find hobbies. It's, we should we should start. We should a find a way. We should find a way to slip it in each time. Like each time you say Sean Mendez in an episode and make it relate, and I'll do the same thing with Michael Fassbender. Yeah, I love it. Perfect. <sighs> oh my god. Anyway. Okay, Prometheus was a titan, actually. Uh, oh, Prometheus okay. was not a god. So, to get a to get a picture of like who he was as a person, um, I don't know if you watched any of those Thor movies or the Marvel movies, but he's kind of like Loki, like the the sneaky, kind of tricky, smart, conniving. Okay. 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 Um, Brother of Kronos. Uh, yes, yes. Prometheus was the brother of Kronos. Very good. So remember I mentioned that the Olympians and the Titans were fighting for control and it lasted for 10 years, right? They had this like all out beating like (laughs) war that was going on. So in the beginning, Prometheus was obviously on the side of the Titans. He was like, yeah, like I'm a Titan too. This doesn't look good for me. I feel like I should side with the people that are going (laughs) to keep me alive and happy. Um, he advised um, the Titans that they should use trickery in the battle to beat the Olympians. And basically his brothers and sisters were kind of like, sit down. That's the dumbest idea we've ever heard. You stupid waste of space. You dumbass dummy. We're bigger. And I think he was a little salty about okay. that. Because he was like... Cool, cool, cool. No problem. So he switched sides to help the <laughs> Olympians win using trickery. Cool. Yeah. Whoops. That's a little bit of a missed uh, opportunity there, but it's Damn. okay. Um, so much later then, when humans were around, he decided he would gift the humans with knowledge of fire and metalworking from the gods. So in order to do that, he had to actually, like, according to the story, he had to physically go into Mount Olympus, go to Athena um, and Hephaestus's workspace because Athena's the goddess, or was it Artemis? I think it was, was it Artemis? No, Artemis. it was Athena. Oh. She's also the goddess of fire. She's like, whatever she is. Um, anyway, he had to steal the fire, physically steal fire and from the gods and take it down to the humans and be like, here you go, guys. Little guys have fun, uh-huh. like scoop. <laughs> and, I vaguely remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Whoa. Zeus finds out about this uh-huh. and he's pissed. <laughs> yeah. Like very, very pissed off. He punishes um, Prometheus by chaining him to a rock and letting an eagle eat his liver every single day. Work. So Ugh. remember, he's a titan, so he can't die. His liver just keeps regenerating, only to be eaten again and again every day. day. Wow. So he helped the Olympians win and then pissed off the Olympians by giving humans fire. Exactly. And he's always been kind of tricky and kind of opportunistic. Okay. So he was, he fucked over the Titans 
And then he was kind of like, I know I shouldn't do this, guys, like humans later, but here you go. Have this. Like, <laughs> this will be so As fun. if he wasn't going to get caught. And Set then the Zeus world was on like, fire. Okay, I will have an <laughs> eagle eat your liver. I've been thinking about this for a really long time, and I have all the details ready to go. <laughs> so. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Uh, not ideal. But after many years of this, uh, eventually, according to this story, Hercules is literally just walking by, having a day, (laughs) look at that butterfly, and sees this shit show, sees Prometheus on a rock, getting his liver eaten (laughs) out by an eagle. And he's like, huh. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) I don't know what's going on, but this is, I'm walking into something and this is a little weird so he ends up killing the eagle giving prometheus just some peace as far as i know he's still chained to the rock i don't know that hercules set him free because i feel like we would have heard more about prometheus's shenanigans if he was free but at least he doesn't have an eagle eating his liver every day so just take a nap you're fine finally you can rest how interesting that's like them making hercules a good guy without him setting prometheus free Hercules actually is mentioned so much in Greek mythology. We're going to get to this in, in a minute, but there's some parallels to the Christian um, faith that I think are kind of interesting because he cool. just keeps coming back and like his trials and tribulations and all this stuff is just really interesting. Um, okay. Fun fact. Prometheus's son was actually uh, Deucalion, who was the original Noah. Like he was the original story or at least a very similar story to noah in the bible noah in the ark yes so deucalion prometheus's son survived a great flood long before the bible was written like a long ass time like a like thousands of years survived a great flood with his wife in a chest after floating for nine days and basically had to reestablish the whole human race not every animal but had to do the flood, the survive, the we got to start fresh again. Interesting. So, zing. Like, a lot, that's what I think is so cool, is like, all these stories came from somewhere, and whether it was one person started it, and then a hundred million people told it over time, there's just too many, before even transportation, to share all these similarities, it's just... Over many generations, people tell stories, they travel a little, they tell stories, they travel a little, and then word gets around, and this is where we get, is like this evolution of all these religions, and I think it's really interesting. It is so interesting. Um, okay. So, um, the next one we're gonna, so that's basically Prometheus. Um, I don't know that he ever got off the rock. I wish he, I hope he (laughs) did, um, but who knows. Um, The next one I want to talk a little bit about, because again, we're talking really early in the mythology. That's kind of the tone I wanted to set with this intro course of um, Greek mythology. So are you familiar with the saying, like, you'd be opening Pandora's box? Yes. Okay. And do you know what that means? Like, just generally, it's the expression. I'm going to have this a little bit wrong, but it's like you're opening up. Chaos mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's, is it generally like connotated with like negative? It, not, yes. not, not always negative, it could be. No, that's exactly right. So okay. it, it basically means, like you said, just starting something that will have um, unforeseen negative consequences. 
um, you're opening a can of worms, right? That's a there's, um, a, there's a queen on RuPaul's Drag Race named Pandora's Box. <laughs> of course there is. That's a good one. <laughs> I like that name. I like it. Like she's like, ooh, she's going to open up some shenanigans. She sounds like fun to <laughs> hang out with. Um, so uh, it comes from this, this idea of Pandora's Box comes from the story of Pandora in Greek mythology. So Pandora was this sweet little naive girl, the first woman ever. Tell me if this sounds familiar in the Bible. Ooh. Who was not supposed to open the box. One uh, job. Uh, One job. She opened the box, which turned out to hold all the evil of the world. Toil, illness, war, and death. Because apparently you can box that up. <laughs> <laughs> Does Amazon ship that? Mm, I think they do. I think they do. If you have Prime, I think they do. (laughs) So, okay, Eve. Like, again, we have women ruining everything for mankind. I really love the writers of this, and I don't feel bitter at all about it. Once again. Yeah. I mean, fuck you very much. Like, we didn't do anything. And honestly, you probably did, straight man. And then wrote that we did it so that you wouldn't get in trouble. Adam Adam bit the apple and then blamed it all on Eve. Told God it was Eve. I am personally attacked by this. And I am very offended. Um, So, yeah, we've got Eve as Christian Barbie. Right? We've (laughs) got Pandora as Greek mythology Barbie. Barbie. They're from the same fucking set. (laughs) How interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. And again, long before the story was written down in the Christian Bible. So there's something to be said about that story getting passed on and changed over time to be what Eve Isn't that fascinating? Mm -hmm. Now, in (sighs) Eve's case, there was like an actual temptation of like personified, which was the devil, right? The The snake. snake, the serpent. But in Pandora's, it was much more simple. It's just, oh, that dumb little bitch and curiosity. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. oh. And yeah. by the way, nobody told. She's the first person ever. She's the first woman ever allowed to be alive. She has never seen consequences to anything before. Right. She has no exist. context. Maybe these gods could have, like, explained a couple of pointers to her before just putting this thing in front of her and going, like, don't touch that. Right. Okay, right. bye. Right, 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 right. Let's see what she does. Right. Yeah. Swear to God. Ugh. Uh, Isn't that cool? Isn't it cool just the parallels, though? It's very, very interesting. I was talking about, because I've been talking a lot about, like, the LDS in Utah. Oh, mm-hmm. And I was talking about it the other day with someone, and I was mentioning the Garden of Eden. The, the LDS believes that, I think that they believe the Garden, yeah, they believe the Garden of Eden was in the States. And... um makes a lot of sense to me because I'm like, if you look around here, you know, and then you look at like Jerusalem, I'm like, that's a fucking desert. And this is a desert. But if there's, the, you're getting these mountains. <laughs> no, no, here, here, it happened here. This is much prettier. <laughs> it makes sense. I'm like, if you're saying it was only 2000 years ago, which they're not, they don't even know when Adam and Eve were. Um, oh my but God. I can't remember. There was something that interesting came out of that conversation. Shame. That was it. That was it. Brene Brown, shame. So, when mm-hmm. when Eve in the Bible bites into the apple, then they that's when uh, scripturally humankind is introduced to painful birth uh, and shame. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and like do we get periods too? Is that is that also I, it? I think, I think it's it's like women are, are put through It's definitely hell. painful childbirth. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Cuz all terrible. Mm-hmm. I I remember learning that in school cuz I went to a prime, I went to a Christian school as a kid and they would talk about how like they were naked and then once they did that they they had to cover their bodies cuz they felt shame. And that shame thing was always about like body exposure and not ever about like shame Brene Brown shame and mm-hmm. I just thought it was so definitely interesting that, misplaced like, yeah it was just like what if in the bible they said like the first thing that went wrong in humankind is shame and we're just now mm-hmm. catching on to that like that mm-hmm. would be some epic shit that's really would be an epiphany of like guys we they don't were, have to do this yeah, they were talking about shame, not like, oh my god, I can see his wee-wee, but like, humans became shame, like, had the feeling of shame, and it began mm-hmm. to dictate their lives the way they felt about themselves and others, and blah, 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 blah. Wouldn't that be insane? Sorry, I just... Like, uh, I mean, can you imagine, too, like, think think about Greek mythology, like, women were probably pointed at and been like you're just a pandora like you're like Mm -hmm. one of those like Mm -hmm. you curious little idiot that ruins it for the rest of us for all of us cool thank you thank you and also like um we're supposed to feel shame and yet you're like painting women naked in the forest so i don't really know like literally which is it which is it You can't have it both ways. <laughs> it makes me so... The double standard makes me so... Like, like I feel so... The hairs on my neck are standing up. Like, I'm like... Oh. I want to bite someone. <laughs> Did you hear what happened today in the Senate? Today? Uh, No, I didn't. Tell me. I'll do, I'm I've been offline super, today. Super fast. They did a Paycheck Equality Act for women to Mm-mm. have equal pay. And uh, Kristen Cinema didn't even show up, and we lost <laughs> fifty to forty-nine. So I'm ready for her to be hung on a cross, literally. Cute. And uh, cute, cute, cute. She probably like that. She did it because they were filibustering it, and it would take in sixty anyway. But show up for the mm. fucking vote, for fuck's sake! Mm-mm. It is the Republicans' fault. I'm not blaming her, but uh, she's a rare type of. I know we're talking about. Never mind. We were talking about how people bully women too much, but <laughs> and then I like just go in on Kristen Cinema. <laughs> we need to talk about women. We need to talk about women straight and gay, and we need to talk about gay men, bi men, and asexual men, and leave out straight men for completely. <laughs> yeah, straight white men at least. You yeah, know, straight people of color. Are fine. Trans, You're invited. It's fine. trans community, LGBTQ. And then allies, and then no mm-hmm. cisgender white men ever. Mm-hmm. They don't exist. Starting now, we're gonna say we're gonna like Trump. Like we're not gonna say that word. We're not gonna right. say that word here. The the you word. know who? Yeah, exactly. You know who's? God damn. Okay, so I just have a little bit. I just have a teeny bit left, and then and then we're done. So um, the last little story that I wanted to talk about was a little less from the beginning days but i thought it was really interesting um because i had to pick something and like there's so many good stories that i could just go on so many rants about but i picked one king minos so you got this king 
surprisingly named Minos, <laughs> as I've introduced. I'm a storyteller. Um, he happens to be the son of Zeus and a human princess, Europa, but that's not important. And Europa was actually how we got the name Europe. Somebody named the whole continent oh, wow. after her. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Whatever. He's this, like, guy that is um, a king, and he is obviously the son of Zeus, but that doesn't really play into much. So, anyway, Minos gets married to Pasiphae. Um, They have kids, including a daughter named Ariadne. Now, I'm only saying that because it comes important later. It becomes important. But um, for now, he has other kids, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Blah. One day, Poseidon is like, I'm going to send Minos a bull, but I want him to sacrifice it. Back to him? I don't know. To another god? Don't know. They don't say, as far as I know. But whatever. Poseidon's a nice guy like that. I'm going to send you a bull. You sacrifice it for one of the gods, please. So he sends it. Poseidon does. The god of the sea. And Minos gets it. And he's like, this is beautiful. Look at this white bull. It is gorgeous. Oh, my God. So in true king, white, male, straight fashion, he's like, nah, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. Because it's pretty <laughs> and I want it. And he so, knows it's a gift from Poseidon? Or he doesn't? Yes. Oh, he does. He okay. does. This is not a mystery. He's not like some, some like, servant brought this thing to his door it was like gift wrapped by poseidon with like a fucking fish tail on it and was like sacrifice this you're welcome and poseidon gets pissed so he used like his sea magic or whatever i don't know how it works <laughs> i'm not a god i don't know how it works he uses yes, his you sea are. magic or whatever yes you are <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yes, I am. Don't say negative things about yourself. Not here. You are a you god. You are a sea goddess. <laughs> anyway, he uses his sea magic to make Minos's wife, oh, Pasiphae, fall in love with the bull. Like, full on fall no, in love. No, no, like, no, no, I no, want no. you. I want that dirty bull dick in me. I want it. Oh, yeah. no, really? Yeah. That's a lot. The me- meanwhile, they don't write this, but I have to speculate. The bull is living his best fucking life. He's supposed <laughs> to be slaughtered. A god mails him to a king and he's like, ah, oh, what's happening? And he's like, love you. He's like, I love you too. This is great. And then his wife is like, hey. And Rag he's like, mouth. hey, yeah. what is happening? No way. <laughs> what no way. is happening? I am loving my life. So unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. Later, Pasiphae, his wife, Minos's wife, gives birth to a half human, half bull. Oh thing. shit. Cause they didn't understand <laughs> science. <laughs> mm. Uh so what does Taurus mean in the zodiac? It means bull, right? Yeah. So think Minos's bull. Minotaur. Minotaur. That's how you get Minotaur. Shut up. Because Shut it's King up. Minos's bull. Oh okay? my god. Okay. So. <laughs> right? Isn't that crazy? So. Nuts. And gross. Can you imagine? No. Which side of him is the bull? Like I, what part? How did the horns come out? What part of what part? 
Well, you know what I'm asking. Mm-hmm. What part of him is the bull? <laughs> yeah. I don't. Am I being hopeful or am I being? It's scary. <laughs> no, too much. Too much. Above our pay grade. Above our pay grade. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. Yeah. Have you ever heard the term fuck you in half? That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's it. That's scary. That's yeah. the thing of nightmares. I'm thinking more of like the cesarean section that's going to have to happen. Like logistically. And it, like he's a bull. Even if you can <laughs> pretend that this physically happened, he's got to be dirty. He's got to have flies on him and stuff. Yeah. Huh? Disease. You need like a rabies shot <laughs> after. Ugh. Anyway. Instead of killing the Minotaur after he sees his wife is like, oh, hey, like, how did those horns fit out of your vagina? Okay, don't know. Not asking questions. Have a have a guess as to how this happened. Minos has instead this elaborate maze created under his castle. And every nine years or every year, depending on which thing you read, doesn't matter. Either every year or every nine years. Minos forces his people to send seven boys and seven girls to be sent into the maze and fed to the Minotaur. What the hell? You know, which is technically his stepson, if we're like, right? Because it's his wife's his wife baby. What the hell? Why do they? What's the maze? What the hell does the maze have to do with anything? Is it so the Minotaur can't get out? I think it's so that he can't get out. I think it's like a controlled prison for him. I got you. Yeah, that's my vibe anyway. So, okay, Uh, eventually, it kind of is really gross. And like, again, this is a soap opera. This is what they were talking about because they didn't have Netflix. (laughs) So, (laughs) So, eventually, a hero named Theseus volunteers his tribute one of these years when these boys and girls are going. He's like, I'll do it. I'll go. I'll fuck this guy up. I don't even care. (laughs) Which a lot of kids presumably have said in the past, particularly boys, while the girls are just crying that they're about to die. But he gets help from Ariadne, remember, the daughter of King Minos and Pasiphae. You know, the one that's not an animal, like, abomination. The one that's just a regular girl. (laughs) Just a normal. Right, right, right. Yeah. Just a normie, like, ready to help. So anyway, she helps him navigate the labyrinth. So he he goes in, he kills the Minotaur, he gets out. Hooray, no more child murder from now on, because whatever. Fun fact on this story, the way he navigated through the maze and getting back out was by unraveling a ball of string so that he could follow his way back, right? Right. So he like takes this ball of string that Ariadne gives him. And she's Cute. like, this is the way you get in and get out. I love and it. he's like, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So he goes in, he he unravels it, he kills the Minotaur, he gets back without, you know, getting lost in the maze cool. forever. Here's the fun thing that we use a lot today. Okay. The Greek word for string uh-huh. is clue. And that's where our word clue came from, meaning a hint, like figuring out a problem, wow. a hint in the mystery. Uh-huh. It is literally... The string. string. Wow. From this story. Cool. So whenever you say the word clue, I need a clue. Give me a clue. You're that's what about it means. String to get me in and out as a yep. that's cool. That's Isn't so that cool. cool? Yeah, wow. I thought it was a fun one. Yeah. That's so cool. There was even talk like I feel like a decade ago or so. I feel like I read in um like Smithsonian or something that King Minos's ruins were found. Like what? the actual king. That was a real king? 
And that it actually had a large labyrinth underneath it. They're like, we think this might be King Minos and King Minos or the person he was based on. This was his place. And like underneath there's this big labyrinth. So whoever like told the story over time and then eventually it got written down may have seen a castle like this, no may have seen way. a labyrinth underneath it. Not a minotaur, obviously, because like, hello, we didn't have like fucking embryo crossbreeding. <laughs> Not yet. Because I promise you, a lady can fuck a bull. I don't know if you know this intellectuals, but a lady can fuck a bull, a bull can and fuck not. a lady. And it will not <laughs> a, a minotaur make. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, no, it's just... A felony. <laughs> That's all you're going to get out of that. <laughs> 12 years in the camp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, actually, um, you might die. I think that you would, like... I think you would literally have internal bleeding and die. Yeah. I think. The guy that had, like, the... There was, like, a club of guys that would get um, screwballed by the horses. And he, like, snuck Mm-mm. off by himself one time to do it. And he had a... This might be, like, from, like, a Dave Chappelle joke. But I feel like it's oh, real. Oh, my God. And he died. Yeah. I don't even know how to feel about that. Ruptured, ruptured stomach or some shit like that. <laughs> Nasty. Oh my god. Okay, you have to imagine that's happened throughout history way more than we want to acknowledge. Oh, at least with the oh, smaller yeah. animals. I don't. I, bleh, bleh. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, God, God forbid. Bleh, bleh, bleh. Zeus forbid. Everybody forbid it. Everybody. Forbid. Okay. So there was talk that this king's ruins were found that may be like the inspiration for King Minos and that there was actually like a really big labyrinth. So then like stories came, legends came out of that. Um, but anyway, that was like, I feel like that was like 2010 or like late to like late 2000s, you know, like 2009, 2010 time. Anyway, um, there are, s- you should look it up and see, I should, I should have, but um Anyway, there are so many more interesting stories, but I need to just I need to just leave it here for now. So, I mean, there's Jason and the Argonauts we could have talked about. There's the Iliad. There's the Odyssey. There's King Midas, the guy who turned everything to gold the when he gold. touched it. Yeah. Um, there's, oh God, Oedipus. Well, speaking of weird sex stuff, um, <laughs> Oedipus has sex with his mother. It's weird. Oh. And Electra is the woman that has sex with her father. Uh, anyway, oh, it's all, no. they had nothing to do. They had nothing to do. <laughs> Think about an afternoon soap opera on a weekday. This is all they were doing. Um, there's Arachne who gets turned into a spider. Hence the term we use today, arachnid. Arachnid, arachnid comes from Arachne, the person wow. who gets turned into a spider. Um, so anyway, in the meantime, if you're into it, I would just recommend read Edith Hamilton's Mythology. I also have a ton of um, links that you can click on if you want to learn more about anything we've been talking about. It's in the show notes. Um, but Edith Hamilton's Mythology is a really good book for um, short stories that you can kind of get the gist of a lot of these things. Medusa is another cool one. Um, Hercules has a really interesting life. But anyway, moving on. I love it. Tell me so far, what is your favorite story out of what I've said? Um, we've got Prometheus, we've got Pandora, and we've got uh, Minos. King I Minos. like the King Minos stuff. I like the weird, like completely off the wall shit. And then whenever you tie in that, like, it was based off this guy. Like that's just that bl- it does something in my brain that I don't know what that is, but it's that's so cool to me. It's crazy. But it's I cool. know. I totally agree. It gets so weird. And like the other fun thing about Greek mythology is that they do that a lot. They're like, here's a harpy with the head of a woman and the body of like a vulture or whatever. Yeah. We have the Sphinx. The Sphinx came from Greek mythology. 
um, you know, a woman, uh, a woman's face and a lion's body and like, uh, I don't know, fucking wings or something or tail. I don't know, whatever. There's a ton of like weird ass animals that they're like, hey, I have an idea. So we've just got some uh, fun facts. So um, here we go. Many consumer products get their names from Greek mythology. Nike is the goddess of victory. Yeah. Um, Amazon is the, you know, race of mis- of uh, like female Oh, that's mythology. Warriors. Yep. I didn't the know Amazonians. That. Yeah, Amazon. I thought they were real. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not the Amazonians. The Amazons. Later, they get, they find people in the Amazon. In the Amazon rainforest. I gotcha. But originally, the Amazons were these female, kind of like um, in Norse in Norse mythology. There's the Valkyrie, uh-huh. um, which are like warrior fighters, and I think they're women. Um, it's kind of like that. It's like just women warriors that are just like fuck you, men. We've got it covered. Don't come here. <laughs> Hell yeah. Then um, the saying "taking the bull by its horns" comes from Greek mythology specifically Hercules because that was one of the things he had to do um in he had like tasks to perform as part of his story um and uh taking the bull by the horns literally was one of them so the saying I'm gonna take the bull by the horns or whatever comes from Hercules cool um according to myths Hera restored her virginity each year like that I like that Hera the Queen of the gods married to Zeus. Not to be that person, but if Prometheus can keep growing a new liver every day, yeah. I'm not that impressed that Hera can grow a new hymen every <laughs> year. It's a slower process. Maybe she did it on purpose. She's like, oh, whoops, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I can't grow my hymen for another 11 months and 30 days, so leave me alone. Into it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> She's like, you can't touch me for the next, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't want this. It's not, I'm not a virgin. So, you know, you ruined it. So you're going to have to wait a year. I don't know. I don't know how it works. (laughs) Meanwhile, she's like, oh, thank God. Where's my wine? (laughs) Um, Okay. Many people think Atlas, who was a Titan, Atlas, holds up the earth, holds up the earth on his shoulders. You know, there's like a famous statue of Atlas holding up the earth on his shoulders. Yes. But he actually holds up the heavens in the actual story. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Okay. Surprise from what we've talked about, Zeus was a dick and punished a lot of people. Well, he punished Atlas, a Titan, and he was holding the weight of the heavens on his shoulders for all eternity. And then again, Hercules weaves in his life story into this. And he actually took a turn for a little bit holding up the heavens, but then tricked Atlas back into holding it again. And then Atlas was like, oh, you scamp. God damn it. (laughs) How did you fall for that? (laughs) Just hold it for just a sec. I got to go (laughs) pee. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, anyway. (sighs) Dumb ass. Anyway, I found an interesting article that I'm going to close with. So, um, It's from allocation.com, written by like an academic lady with um, degrees in public history and stuff that says, she says, quote, if Jesus Christ was the offspring of God and the mortal Mary, as Christianity would have us believe, then what is Jesus? 
Is he man or God? Is he demigod like Hercules? The debate over this continues today in many religions over the various prophets through time. If Christianity did evolve from Greek religions, it could have borrowed the concept of a god being able to mate with a mortal. Now, we know that it's immaculate conception, but the idea is still that he mated with her, not in the, you know, biblical sense, wink, wink, but right. in the biblical sense of like immaculate <laughs> conception, <laughs> right? Um, to impregnate her so that she so that the child could be half god, half human. So I really enjoy thinking about these kinds of comparisons yeah, because cool. it just shows, right? It just shows religions and thoughts and how they can change over time and what they have in common. And I think of the Olympians, for example, which if you think about those 12, they highlight everything that was a priority for people at that moment in time when they were telling these stories. Grain, you know, Mm -hmm. agriculture meaning, weather, love, marriage, metalworking, which was what got your work done, death, the sea, um, sex. I mean, these were all things that they could look to and say, somebody's got to be in charge of that because it's so important to my surroundings. And I really yeah. like that. And I, I just think that. it's fascinating. It so anyway, is. that's a wrap. Promised, promised to do another one of these. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. So fun. Promise to do more. Like we'll just sprinkle, sprinkle in some mythology stories every now and then because I thoroughly enjoyed it. Good. Um, I've got so many weird ass stories I can't even begin. And we can tell it in our way, Kendall. It'll be so fun. That'll be so, so fun. I loved it. Seriously. I um I looked up um there was this I was doing art history in college and they showed us a sculpture and I like made it my like background on everything because I was like, this thing is fucking insanely gorgeous and I can't get enough of it. And I found tell it. Me. It is where did I just take a thing? Um the name of it is uh, Laakawan and his sons. Do you know that one? What? It, I don't know. What does it look like? Look, I'm it, gonna up. look it up. It is insane. It's his sons. Oh, I know this. Isn't it gorgeous? Ish. It is. Ish. And I was it like, is beautiful. It literally made me gay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was the thing it was the one was thing. thing i was like straight was like, as an arrow yeah. lifestyle choice <laughs> made now right now i love you um, no that it is beautiful oh my god and like imagine cutting that out of one piece of marble are you kidding so it's me? five like, it's five pieces oh, interlocked and wow the mythology is very brief so i'll just fly through it really quick quick uh, uh, to give you because it's a podcast if you're listening and not watching on youtube we are on youtube so go watch on youtube but if you're listening it's uh Laakawan is this big huge ripped man <laughs> daddy yeah daddy and mm-hmm. there's this serpent wrapped around him and his sons pulling them down um mm-hmm. and the mythology is as described in virgil's a need uh, did I say that wrong? Annie. I need. Annie. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Laocoon was a Trojan priest. Um, when the Greeks who were holding Troy under siege left the famous Trojan horse on the beach, Laocoon tried to warn the Trojan leaders against bringing it into the city in case it was a trap. The Greek goddess Athena, acting as a protector of the Greeks, punished Laocoon for his interference by having him and his two sons attacked by the giant sea serpent, Porces and Cherubia. 
In the sculpture, mm -hmm. one of the sons can be seen to be break free from the snakes and looks across to see his father and brother in their death agonies. Mm. It's a whole story being told right there in that statue. Isn't that so cool? If you look at it, you can just see just an entire moment of conflict happening. It's it's beautiful, actually. It's beautiful art. Oh, my Stunned. God. I mean, the talent. Anyway. Yeah. Well, honey, that's it for now. Um, we will catch you guys next week. Please, uh, you know, anticipate. Don't forget about us. Follow us on Facebook. Make sure you rate us if you are so kind. Um, it shows others that they uh, should give us a chance and listen to our podcast. We're having a freaking blast. So please, <laughs> please have a blast with us and, and share it with others. Join the party. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, let's do it. You ready? Ready. Three, <laughs> two, one. Bye. Bye.